1: Yeah! Not only did we go to a Kentucky Derby party, not only was it a great party with very very nice people, had a great time there. Susan won the uh, won the race. She drew the lucky name, Mage, Maj, Maj, yep. Maj, something. Did won the you race. put in
2: your two week notice because of just the earnings that you guys got,
1: bucks, We're gonna we're gonna get that private jet
2: that we've been talking about. Hire that chef. Yep. Send day, the kids Norman. to private school. We get, we're we're rolling in. I right said now. congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you looked at me today and said, Slee, this is it, buddy." I'm a practicing genius. I won forty five bucks.
1: Like this. Out of the hat. Uh medge, any chance. <laughs> yep, yep, Yeah, they won. <laughs> they won. It was it was a great party. You, you we've talked about this. You're not a
2: huge mint julep guy, right? No. It, tell me what I'm missing out on. Is it just is it It's
1: it's it's a festive, fun drink. It's a little bit sweet, yeah. but I muscled through and had more than my fair share of them. It was tremendous and mix at all? Uh so no, just mix? bourbon. Just I did have one beer. Okay. I did have one beer in between because they brought out some beer that had been aged in uh, bourbon barrels, which was uh, and you could get a little hint of that bourbon in there as well. That's which was, nice. Which was pretty good. It was very I like honest. that. They had Kentucky hot brown sandwiches going on. There was there was a lot there was a lot of stuff. How late how late did snack. you guys stay there? Not too bad. We we watched the race. We got there. We had. Fun. Watch the race. Watch the Laker game, and then once the Laker game was kind of out of hand, yeah, we decided to. Uh, so maybe halfway through. So it was wasn't reporter. one of those
2: where Susan's like, ah, no, they're fine, and then they're vacuuming. I
1: couldn't believe it. I said, hey, you, you she goes, yep, let's go. I'm like, right on, let's go. I was in bed by nine o'clock on Saturday night. It was glorious. It was. It was basically my gr- went out, had a really fun time with people I like. Came home, got to hang out with Sue a little bit before the you know the, I shut it down and put it nine thirty. Lights out. Glorious. Done,
2: Taylor. He's done. That's,
1: that's the right time. He's done. I just feel like that's that's the, the stage society, of my life that I'm
2: in. Think about where we'd be as a society if everyone went to bed at 930.
1: I was still worried about the guy singing at me at that restaurant. I couldn't go back there. So no, don't go back there. A lot, lot of stuff going on. A lot yeah. of stuff going on. All right. Um, game four tonight. Obviously, the Lakers got a chance to really take a stranglehold of this thing. And we can talk about... Shooting percentages and this guy and that guy and Darvin Ham's rotations and what's Steve Kerr going to do to adjust and is Clay going to make shots and they're going to get to the –
2: Scott Foster.
1: Scott Foster for sure. If Anthony Davis plays well, the Lakers win. And it really is almost as simple as that. When he's good, they're really hard to beat. When he's not, you can get him. LeBron can be good, and the Lakers can still lose. Those role players, whether D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves, they can have a big night, but if 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 AD throws up, and by the way, in his even-numbered games, which is coming tonight, he averages 13-10. Okay? That's pretty pedestrian for a player as good as yeah. Anthony Davis is, and he's shooting about 40%. In the odd games, he's averaging 28-17. and 17. If you get the even-game AD, you're probably in for a seven-game series. You get the odd-number game AD, and if he's good and he gets to the line like he did in games one and games three, the Lakers okay. are probably the best team left. Not by a mile, but they're probably the best the, team
2: left. The only explanation I could have for this, and you tell me if there's anything behind this or is this just Anthony Davis. We've talked so much about AD's body the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Since he had his injury, remember he went down. It was a game. I even remember the date because I've I've said the date so much. December 16th, he goes down against Denver. Okay. Home game here, he misses five weeks. Since then, the only time he's missed games is those back-to-backs that were scheduled that he would miss. Right. He's been there. He's been there for the Lakers, and he's obviously been such a big critical piece. The only theory I could come up with, and again, this is based off nothing. The only theory that I could come up with is why he would be so good in these odd games and then have a bad game in the even game. When I say bad, he's not bad on defense. He's just not a, as aggressive on offense, doesn't get to the free throw line, all that the, stuff.
1: The, I, I want you to finish your thought. Do we really need to explain what we're talking Everybody knows the difference between the two versions of AD. I, we know he blocks him shot, but there's the Anthony Davis's, yeah, there's nobody that can guard him, and there's no one that can stop him. And yeah. then there's the, yeah, I mean, he's... Doing it on the defensive end, we know what the difference is. Okay,
2: so do you think this has anything to do with it? What have we talked about with Anthony Davis over the last couple of years? It's always been about his body. Mm-hmm. Is his body, can he can he get through an eighty-two game season? The answer is no, he can't. Um, can will he be around for the postseason run? Well, he was around for the postseason run in the bubble, and he's around in this postseason run. Do you think there is anything to His body needs time to recover, and that he can have a game where, hey, I can go all out in this one. I'm going to go, I'm going to do everything. Whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to bang with some of these other players. I'm going to get to the free throw line. I'm going to impose my will in this game. But I don't think I could give you that the next game. Yeah. That, and again, this is a theory based off anything. I don't have another theory of why a player as good as Anthony Davis. Can do this in one game, but not do it in the other game, and then do it again in the next game and not do it the game after that. The stats here that M put up, Anthony Davis, in this playoff run, odd games versus even games, it's not even two different players. It's superstar player versus a role player. That's how different it is. It's not that he goes from superstar to, hey, you know what? He's just a little bit below what he does. He's not good in those other games. You had a quote earlier you were talking about with Anthony Davis where he's basically saying, I got the shots that I wanted. Mm -hmm. I I, I got him in game one. I just missed him in game two. I got him in game three. I just made him in game three. No. I don't believe that. I don't either. I don't believe that because I don't think it's just the shots. I think his presence on the floor. I think getting to the free throw line is also indicative of what type of AD that you're getting. Do you think there's something there on maybe his body? I'll be honest, Al. It's as good of a theory as I've heard. Right, at least it's, at
1: least there's something to it that maybe I can't give it to you every other day. I can give it to you every fourth day, right? And I just need the time to get right. O- okay, that fine, but at some point you're going to need to get it in back-to-back games, right? That, because at some point he is going to play really well, and they're going to lose anyway. And if, you're, and if you're ping-ponging back and forth between really good, not very good, really good, not very good, and you lose one of the games where he's really good, you know you're going to lose the one where he's not very good, I, I, I'll I'll take it. If, if it's literally what you're saying, that I can only give you 100% of me every other game, and in the other game you're going to get, I don't know what the number is, 65, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. All right, but you better be awfully careful with those 100% games because go back to game one. He was terrific. Barely won. <laughs> pool is a little short. Barely won. It was a little short. He gets a he gets D-Lo a
2: one-on-one shot on Andrew Wiggins yep. with a game tied. That doesn't fall. Golden State probably scores on the that's other end saying. and wins that game. And
1: that's why this series has been so. It, it, I don't. Game one was super fun. The last two games weren't, they were both blowouts. Yeah. But it's super interesting because there's going to come another moment where somebody just makes or misses. And the Lakers cannot afford to have one of the good AD games be on a losing effort because they're not going to win one when he's back.
2: The only other theory that I can come up with is that the team isn't desperate for a win. Technically, tonight, the Warriors are. The Lakers, I I, I, I can make the case the Lakers are too, but the desperation is really the Warriors, right? That we can say, no, 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 if they go up 3 1, they're desperate, this whole series but the desperation is technically the warriors are desperate to tie it up at two apiece the only other thing i could think of is in those games where you know it, it it's not it's not win or lose and the world's gonna end it's it's you can you if you lost this game the world is not done that you kind of take a you take a little bit of a step back you don't crank it up but all of a sudden hey we gotta steal game one he cranks it up serious tide 1-1 hey we gotta we gotta go up three or two games to one he cranks it up that's the only theory but I'd I'd hate that theory no because that theory you cannot do in the playoffs
1: that means that he's consciously it's not a physical thing if it's a physical thing just my body can't respond like it needs to every game. But if it's a eh, you know, this one's kind of important, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and really bring it, I don't think that's what it is because he would have stopped doing that a long time ago because every time he plays poorly we know what it is. Up oh, there it is again. Charles Barkley's loading up to do what Charles Barkley mm. does on the TNT show. Shaq is loading up to do what Shaq does on the TNT show. Travis is getting ready to do what he does on the Travis and Slee show. And to say, what in the world is going on with this guy? If it were just a, you know what, I'm going to plug in tonight, I think he would have done it a long time ago. I think your theory is a far more likely one where it's just straight up, I can't do it like mm. that every night. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Hermosa Beach and Alex... Alex, you're on with Travis and What's up, Alex?
0: Hey, how's it going? Uh, I was just saying, Anthony Davis is probably, when he plays tough, you know, he gets a little more bruised and banged up. And so the next game, he's a little sore and doesn't want to push as hard. But then after that second game, you know, he's feeling more recovered and healed up. So then he plays harder the third game in a row. You it, understand it, what I'm saying?
1: It's kind of what you were saying,
0: Al, right?
1: Just the, the physical toll. Takes its, you know, the, the cumulative effect of a couple of games, and now I need to and, and not take it off literally, but maybe not push the way that I did. I, I have a harder time with that. I think it's probably more of a,
2: I physically can't give you that every Wouldn't single that night. Wouldn't that fit more for Anthony Davis? Because he's also the player that over the last couple of years, the question has not been, I know we've had roster questions, but the biggest question is, is AD available or not available? that I wonder just how much of that comes into play. And I, this is just a complete guess, but it's the best best guess that I could come up with. If Anthony Davis gives you 28 and 12 tonight, do they win? 28 and 12, you're here playing at crypto, feed off the crowd, feed off the fans. I think they win. I think so too. If yeah. he
1: gives you 22 and 10, do they win? It's cool. <laughs> It's a totally different game, right? It's a to- now you're asking the problem LeBron. is the
2: the problem is the odd number yeah. I think has been 13 yeah. and 10. Yeah. So 22 is actually I almost based on what he's been giving in those I'm sorry, in the even games, that's actually not that far off from what he's been giving in some of the good games.
1: All right, so there's your AD portion. There's another guy that really has not been as impactful as he has been previously. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten
0: ESPN. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza. Better because it has to be.
2: All right, it's a Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday here on 710 ESPN, celebrating the Lakers' 30-point blowout win on Saturday night and getting you pumped up for Game 4 of the Western Conference semifinals. Lakers and the Warriors coming up tonight. Presented by Michelob Ultra, a refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Please enjoy responsibly.
1: Listening to Chris's imaging right there and the push for Banner 18, that that is a sentence that can be said with a straight face is nothing short of a miracle. It it really, truly is. When you think of how this team started, when you – never mind their record if you just watched them play you're yeah. like, this team stinks they just they just weren't very good they looked lethargic they looked like none of the pieces but nothing about that was like all right this 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 is going to turn around you're like this this is a lost cause and you know shut it down and all these things now you have a chance to go up 3-1 in the second round with a I don't know if I want to say a favorable but at least not a unfavorable matchup in the Western Conference Finals, to, whether it's Denver or Phoenix, if you sure, can get there. Sure. Nobody on the East is looming as King Kong, and you just can't knock them off. That This all happened in the... Had you told me next year you're at the end of the line, hey, look, they retooled the whole thing, this hit, this had... You're like, all right, that's pretty quick. That they did it on the fly is amazing.
2: So when the season first started, and Lakers started out 2-10, and you're right, a lot of the imaging was... Your pursuit for banner number eighteen. Yeah, the 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 run for banner number eighteen. You're right, Trav. I'm sure there are plenty of times. All of us were sitting around. I know I was doing a post game show saying, "Should we update this promo? Because this promo is not. It doesn't jive with what the product that we have out there." And I think it's a good perspective because we said this a little bit earlier in the show. The fact that we can say if they win tonight they're one away from being in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. And that Final Four, no one is looking like any of those teams that you want to pick. If you told me that the Denver Nuggets won an NBA championship, back, okay, Phoenix won the NBA championship, okay. Warriors won it, okay. Lakers, hit, go down the list. And that that's – by the way, this is kind of – this is how important this game becomes for both teams because a 3-1 lead – Michael said this late in the broadcast on Saturday. He said that game four could determine the end of a dynasty. That oh, if sure. Lakers go up oh, 3-1, sure. that the Golden State Warriors and what they've done over the last 10 years, that chapter is – it doesn't mean they're not going to compete for more championships. It means that the foundation will probably look a lot different.
1: Yeah, no, he's absolutely right there. They've already had 10 years. That's That's – Way longer than anybody's supposed to have, right? They have four titles. How many? Been, how many finals did they go to? So they six. lost
2: once against the Cavs and once against the Raptors. Yeah, they've
1: they've been six times in the last eight years. And they've won four of them, and they're right smack in the middle of it again. But Draymond is up. You know, they, they, they're just this is life in sports. How quickly it turns. They've already gone way past their expiration. Very date. impressive. Go back to what we were talking about a second ago. This idea of that it kind of changed, and obviously the the deals that they made had a lot to do with that, going and getting D'Angelo Russell and Vanderbilt and getting rid of Russell Westbrook, if we're just being honest. The other thing they did is they put Austin Reeves in the starting lineup, which really seemed to give them a boost and change the way that they played collectively. Because... Yeah. He's not just a one – he's a basketball player, right? He attacks the rim. He handles the ball. He plays decent defense. He's a decent shooter. He He, can facilitate. He can get other shots. Plays incredibly well with LeBron James. They fit together really nicely. He's not been very good in this series. He's been tired. He looks like he's just not quite that guy that he was through – and again – through no fault of his own, it's just he's he's at a point in the season he's never been before, playing minutes he's never had to play before, with an intensity that he's never been a part of before, that this is weighing on him slightly differently than other guys, not in a fear or the stage is too big, just in a – LeBron's been doing this for 20 years. He knows what this is. This is his first time through this ringer, and it looks like it. It just looks like he's a little bit tired, a little bit slow, relative to what he was, say, a month or so
2: ago. So against the Warriors alone, just to kind of point out, and, and this is a significant difference of what he was doing for the Lakers in the sure. past. Um, first, Game 1, he was 4 of 9 from the field, 10 points. Game 2, 3 of 11 from the field, 7 points. Game 3, 2 of 8 from the field, 10 points. That's not awesome, reuse. No. So I, I think that, I think that's the You think it's just fatigue? He's had a couple times where he stops on certain plays. He's wearing like a sleeve up his leg, mm-hmm. his right leg. I think it's his right leg. I don't know if there's something there. It could be one of those where you just you don't say anything, I'm playing through something, whatever the case is. But the drop off has been noticeable. Yeah. It has been noticeable. Um you know, he had, and I guess this entire playoffs, he's kind of been around 12, 13 points, somewhere on there. He's had a 23, he's had a 23, he's had a 17. He's had moments, but, but, had I, feel like, but I feel like it's this going series. this way.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's trending. And this is why Anthony Davis becomes even more important because your role players, Austin Reeves et al., are going to give you more inconsistent performances. Your stars, Anthony Davis. And look, by the way, there's no more. The best player on this team is Anthony Davis. He is. And if they're going to advance, he needs to continue to be the best player on the team. LeBron can give you a night. LeBron can make a bucket. LeBron can make a decision that's going to win you a game here or there. But if you're going to win, it's because Anthony Davis needs to be great, and even more so if guys like Austin Reeves are kind of you know going going back to more of a typical role player and a guy that's not going to give you that 25 or 26 out of the blue.
2: It, you know we used to talk about the baton, that LeBron's passing the baton to AD, and AD keeps saying, no, no, you take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not and I'm obviously take it back and Braun would be like all right I'll freaking take it back give it back to me this might be the first time where it's Braun saying I'm not extending my hand out you have to have the baton I can't carry it anymore I can't yeah. and, and I'm gonna I'm so gonna, you're gonna fall on the ground or you have to carry I'm gonna it. give you 23 8 and 8 one way or the other. I'm going to find a way to do that. Sometimes I'll be efficient. Sometimes I won't be efficient. Sometimes I'll look great doing it. Sometimes I won't look great doing it. But we are you are now carrying us. And if you said something a little bit earlier today, the way he's played in the odd games versus the even games, if he has a night tonight where he plays as if he played in game one mm-hmm. or game three, it's not a lock that the that the Lakers win the game. It's likely, but the chances the Lakers win the game obviously goes up uh it increases a ton how much it increases if AD has a game like that. Th- this would be I think if you're looking at the Sacramento or if you're looking at the Golden State Warriors and you have real respect for what they've done over the years. This I'm assuming is going to be more of a Golden State Warrior type of game. And if it's not a Golden State Warrior type of game, then maybe we are looking at Just the Lakers team that's bigger, stronger, better, has more players, and has the best player on the floor. Let's go to Mike in Los Angeles. Mike, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Mike?
1: What's up, guys, man? Huge fan. Thank you guys for helping the day go by a lot better than it usually does. Thanks, Mike. But, uh, look, man, I I think the
0: Lakers can take it in five. I think um, the way they played it in game three, I think LeBron not shooting so much not having to carry everything on his shoulders. We know AD ain't going to bring in – AD ain't going to be 100%. Hopefully he is, but he hasn't shown it. But if LeBron could come in and not try to carry the whole game on his shoulders, because I know when he carries the game, he makes more mistakes. He shoots more threes. You know, um, when he came in the second and third quarter and just killed it, that's – you know, and he facilitates, get get the bench in, get Rui in, you know – I don't know. I I think they get no. So somebody tell Vanderbilt quit quit shooting threes because that's rough.
1: I think, Mike, thanks for the phone call. LeBron is incredibly strategic in what he did. Correct me if I'm wrong here. He didn't take a shot in the first quarter in the last he game, did he?
2: Um, Maybe even, I don't know how yeah. many minutes into the second quarter he finally took a shot. Yeah, th-
1: this that's not because he wasn't getting good looks. That's not because he can't create his own shot. That's yeah. not because You're he right. can't get to the basket when he wants to, right? That was a strategic decision to try to get other people going. I need them. I, I need, I need them, them to go. I need them to be as involved in this as anybody else specifically. It needs to be Anthony Davis specifically. I need to get him engaged. And... Anthony Davis was up for it. He he took the mantle and went from there. What Mike said at the very beginning of that, you and I kind of traded a look at. The, it's like, well, if AD shows up, that that is a thing. Yeah. Is still so frustrating as a Laker fan, and in an odd way, almost comforting that at least you're getting it every other game. Before it was good one, mediocre one, mediocre one, bad one, good one. At least you're going a. C, mm. A, C. At least I'm getting an A every other night. And at least as we're on serve right now, one, three, five, seven, that would be good enough. But that we're still having the, hey, AD needs to get going conversation, I think speaks to why we're not looking at this as they're going to win the NBA finals as to, they have a chance to win the NBA Finals.
2: And put up a stat here. First career playoff game with zero field goal attempts in the first quarter, and that's over 275 playoff but games. But that was
1: done on purpose.
2: I, but, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, that, that was – and maybe that changes tonight. Tonight he's like, no, I got to go because they're they're going to try to stop the role players. Whatever it is. Bron's going to – he's going to play his chess the way that he plays his chess. He says something towards the end that the reason why we're still having this conversation and that is the difference of – I don't think anything has really changed with the Lakers and Anthony Davis over the last couple of years. They go as he goes. And in the past, unfortunately, it's been available, unavailable. Mm -hmm. He's available now. Yeah. But it's what kind of player are you getting from him in the games that he is available? Are you getting great? Are you getting average? Talking just offense. Can LeBron just put it on his back for a day? Like, let's say, and let's just
1: say Anthony Davis has an even numbered night tonight, and it's just like 13, okay. Can LeBron do that thing where it's all right? I can give you thirty-five. I can I can take over this game. I can be the best player on the court on a court that has Anthony Davis and Steph Curry and Draymond Green and all these other guys. I can still be the guy that no one has an answer so for. So let me I ask. Do, I don't know if he can. It let me ask feel you this. Like he can.
2: What would you want if you're the Warriors? Hey, Bron's going to try to go for thirty-five tonight, or AD is going to go drop thirty-five.
1: Oh, no question.
2: It, it, it they they would prefer Braun being the aggressor, Braun kind of trying to be the more offensive player, Braun trying to get his looks. I think they would they would they would hope for that, which is probably why Braun isn't giving that to them.
1: I don't know if he can. You know, I, I know it's you go through it's, moments, but not at moments a, yeah. for sure. And it's not like it's it but what makes those guys what makes Tiger Tiger? What made Kobe Kobe and magic and these guys they LeBron, for the longest period of time, is, all right, you have to have it right now. All right, I can do it. Hmm. Not, I think I, I, I'm i going to, I have to have it from you tonight. Okay, I'm, you're going to get it. Now it's, I have to have it from you. I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And that's the, that's the first time in LeBron's career we've ever been in the, in, the, in the maybe category. It's totally different. Let's try one more phone call here. Let's go to Nate in Reseda. Nate, you're on with Travis Lee. What's
2: up, Nate? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? All right. Hey, I wanted to say, you know, I definitely agree. AD is our best player. LeBron has been
0: our most consistent. He is definitely playing the chess game. He, we do need to get some other pieces involved. Uh, like I was saying, Lonnie Walker was great seeing him involved. He needed to get them minutes continued off the bench because he's been consistent pre-trade and after. I don't know why his numbers fell down. And, uh, yeah, we looking great out there.
1: Thanks, Nate. Do you think we'll see more Walker? I mean, Troy Brown minutes kind of went over to Walker in that last game It looked pretty good. No reason
2: not to run that back, right? So I think what Lonnie can do, if there's one thing Lonnie can do, He matches with the guards. He can run around. That's what he's, and that's kind of what he did with Clay Thompson on uh, in Game Three. Again, it's part of the chess moves. Jermichael Green came in for one game. He looked good. Now the question is, could Jermichael Green do it again? The answer was no. He couldn't in Game Three. The Lonnie question is will be less of a surprise for the Golden State Warriors. All right, the Padres lose two
1: out of three to the Dodgers over the weekend, and season's over. They lost a lot more, namely their dignity. (laughs) That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.
0: Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Did you see that, Al?
1: I saw it on uh, the ESPN Instagram feed where Mason took down an entire jalapeno.
2: I listened to them on the radio. I was driving back, so I heard them both going at it. First, (laughs) like, should we do anything? Should they not do anything? And then all of a sudden, they're just taking down jalapenos. (laughs)
1: So the jalapeno is interesting because every once in a while you'll get one that's not too bad. Yeah. And every once in a while you'll get one that is just oh, it's, absurdly it's got, it's got hot.
2: When you don't raw, obviously. Yeah. they they got a kick cooked, you can't even taste anything.
1: But even the raw ones, they're 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 kind of in the middle. They're they're definitely spicy, don't get me wrong. But it's not like you're eating an habanero where mm. you know you're gonna get your, you know, or or a Thai chili that are super hot every sure, time. Sure. There's like some fluctuation in there. I don't think if I needed to eat it like it's a banana the way that those guys were going at it. That seemed like a bad idea.
2: We'll have to ask Mace if he uh, how he felt during it. But I think he felt fine, right? Well, it's well, Mace so... was done with the show. It was Cap that had to go back to figure and figure out the a
1: show. way to. It's not so much eating it. It's the it's sure yeah no we... the yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, yeah we get it's like yeah that that's the part that I think is more alarming.
4: So I have a question for you, Travis. So I wanted to see how your. I don't know how to say this. Your your fandom of James Outman is right now. So is he, oh, is he yeah. the parents? Are you? Are you? Where are you with James Outman?
1: Cool so,
2: down a little bit, didn't so, it?
4: Uh,
1: no, honestly, we're we're really starting to get to know each other at this point, right? This is this is the thing that you want as
2: Vargas qu- for like a Var-
1: Vargas Vargas is hot. That's busy cool. for the weekend, or so Outman had a couple of weeks.
2: Wasn't very good. Yeah.
1: Right. But he got a big hit last night. Mm-hmm. He's still playing really good defense. He's still getting on base occasionally. This is a very good sign. It's especially for a young player when you are going through your first real skid as a major leaguer. How do you, how do you come you, out of it? How yeah, do how come do you respond? It? Mm-hmm. And he seemed to come out of it pretty good yesterday. He you listen to Dave Roberts, you listen to his teammates, everybody's incredibly impressed with the guy's deal, right? He's mm. just he's pretty chill. I don't know if it's because he doesn't get it or doesn't get it yet or doesn't want to get it or whatever. But he doesn't get too caught up in it, Emily. So, if anything, I think our relationship is deepening. It's becoming stronger. Wow. We're still kind of getting there. He's uh, Will Smith, I think, has kind of jumped to the top of the most important guy on that team. But as far as my personal affection, I think Altman's in the...
2: Okay, in so the so we got the Kershaw thing that happened over the weekend. We'll get to in just a second. But just, what was your overthou- overall thoughts of just the series? Dodgers need to hit more.
1: I'm looking at it through Dodger blue glasses, right? The Dodger pitching, Kershaw had a bad night. Kershaw's a good pitcher. May was
2: great. Julio was great.
1: May was really good. Julio was really good. And the Dodger bullpen seems to be getting more and more steady as we go into the season, minus Gratterall, who's getting more and more unsteady. They don't hit, Al. They, they had two runs in the opening game. That's not enough to win most nights. Mm-hmm. They had two runs in the – they only had three hits in game two. Chris
2: Taylor's two-run homer.
1: Right. So three – you're going to lose probably – I don't know what the number. I bet it's 90-some percent of the time if you only get three hits. They managed to win. They only had three hits going into the ninth inning of last night's game until Mookie got that hit to tie it and they win it in extra innings. When they win, it's because they hit a bunch of home runs. You saw this series – There are not a bunch of home runs to be had off of Darvish, off of Snell, off of Musgrove. These guys are good pitchers. Those are the guys you're going to face in the postseason. You don't get the Colorado Rockies third, fourth, and fifth starters in the postseason. You're going to have to manufacture runs without home runs. I, the Dodgers five and one in May. We talked about that. That how important of a month is. It's off to a great start. I worry about the depth and the and extending that lineup because when they don't hit home runs, they really struggle to score.
2: Okay, so a, a team coming into the year. The conversation was, and I, I, I hate using the word rivalry, so I'm going to just go back to what I was saying before. It's a great matchup. It's it a great, is. great. There's good storylines between the Dodgers and the Padres because Two good teams. of how stacked the teams are, how many names that they have, and they face each other for the first time in the postseason. So there's a little bit of that as well. What do you think of the Padres?
1: I think that the Padres are the best team in that division. I really do. I know that they're three games behind the Dodgers. Are they game over 500 or maybe game right Game over at 500. 500.
2: That Juan Soto. You want to talk about not hitting? Yeah. They don't hit. I,
1: you're not wrong. Juan Soto gets compared to Ted Williams favorably. Okay, mm-hmm. Manny Machado has been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatis has been really good since yep. he's come back. We know Bogarts is really good. We know Hassan Kim is a nice player. We know Jake Cronin. They're a good team. I think that over. This is why they don't play 30 games. This Is why they don't play. They play 162 of these things. Juan Soto is a great hitter. He's going to hit. These guys will come around. I still think that they're the best team in the division. Doesn't mean they'll win it. I think they have the best roster in the division, but... Not that those guys put that picture up on the board. There's still something in that Padre DNA that they don't know quite how to act as a front runner. They don't know quite how to take advantage of the fact that you've got. They had a couple of times to knock Julio out of that game, couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of times to you know get May with some runs, weren't able to do it. They don't quite have that thing. Yeah, that there's no clutch the Braves right now. had. Yeah. The, 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 those other the, the Phillies. Phillies had. Yeah, just that kind of grind it out kind of thing right now. I think they'll figure it out. I think they're a really good team, but they're they're still not quite on the level of the real teams. They're still a little immature, for lack of a better That's
2: word. It's kind of funny because after game one of the three-game set, Kershaw gives up two home <laughs> runs to Tatis. Yeah. And, and there is – look, there's something about Tatis hitting the home runs, Tatis coming back, the conversation, the, the weekend series that we're going to have up here at Dodgers yeah. and the Padres, I'm sure – the Dodger fans will welcome Tatis the way that they choose to welcome Tatis. Right. So the only reason why I mention that is because Tatis was saying something in his post-game interview where I felt like the – the it's Bob Scanlon who does the – you can call it the on-field, all these interviews and everything else for Bally Sports down in San Diego. And you're kind of trying to find a – he was trying to – hey, you hit another two off of Kershaw. Only guy to ever do that twice. Okay, and and Tatis's answers were – you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's unbelievable. He's one of the best. I just, uh, I just want to be aggressive up there. And I, I, the results, I'm glad what happened. But he was so respectful to Kershaw. Yes. And I kept saying to myself, man, I like this interview. I like that he's not, you know, he's respecting the opponent and he's respecting Kershaw. Me personally, I like it because I'm also somebody that has just seen the Dodgers. Dominate the division in baseball for a number of years, and certainly dominate the Padres. And then the video board comes up. I I see it yesterday, or I see it the the next day, where it's the Kershaw crying meme, whatever it is. And I'm just I'm sitting in my head. Wait, I just saw arguably the biggest name for the Padres show love and praise for Kershaw and talk about how unbelievable of a competitor he is. And you know what? Sometimes you just You get a couple in a game, and he was aggressive against Kershaw. And then there's some video board idiot for the San Diego Padres that decides, I'm going to put this up, and what people are going to remember out of this game is not that Tatis hit two home runs off Kershaw, not that the Padres beat the the, the Dodgers. I know there were still two games left. But the only conversation coming out of the weekend was going to be somebody that has nothing to do with the game that technically – represents the Padres in a minor league way is the best way that I can put it.
1: Yeah, it was, it was stupid. It was poorly executed. Like, it, There's one thing to do, do. Sometimes you can do, for instance, we'll use the Kings as an example, the cold of his eyes with Russ. Kind of funny, right? It was, it's kind of funny. He's chucking up bricks, and it keeps going it's on. It's, it's kind of funny, right? This wasn't creative. It wasn't funny. And I think that there's a big difference here, the fact that it was Kershaw. Let's just kind of flip this around a little bit. Okay. Let's just say that was Trevor Bauer who had the crying meme. I don't think the reaction is nearly the same because Trevor Bauer has a place that people feel a certain way about him. Like, yeah, not a big fan. Sure. Not a big fan of Trevor Bauer. So, Trevor Bauer deserves, Trevor Bauer gets what he, you know, so. It would still be stuff. stupid,
2: but I know yes. exactly what you're saying. But with I know Pershaw, exactly what you're saying. who's
1: never opened his mouth about anything ever other than to compete and strike guys out. Right? Who is the face of one of the crown jewels of Major League Baseball, who's the greatest pitcher ever to put on that uniform and has handled himself with nothing but dignity, class, and respect the entire time? That's Trevor Bauer. We go, that's stupid. That it's Kershaw It's like, seriously? Just not smart. You're going to do that to him? Just not smart. Right? Do do it to Max Muncie. How about just don't do it? That would be best. But if. Kershaw is like a really weird guy to single out. Now, maybe you're thinking, no, oh, we're, look, we're going for the top, right? We're, we're ta- Who's the most influential guy? Who's the most yeah. important guy? Who's the face of the franchise? Who is the most
2: dignified? Give me Kershaw. But if we're going to go at him, we're
1: going to tra- go at the top.
2: But that's the problem. It was dumb. But that's the problem. Who's going at him? The video board guy that we don't know. That Again, I go back to this. If Manny Machado has a microphone in front of him, yeah. or let, let's use Tatis, that interview after, and he says um, – I feel like I have Kershaw's number. Okay, at least it's Tatis, at and, least it's, and he does have his at least number. it's a dude that has a bat that is yeah. representing the team. I don't know who that guy is, and that's again, it, it, it takes it takes the Padres who are trying to they're trying to play in the big leagues, the real big leagues, the leagues where you're a consistent playoff contender. We're not here to be cute. We're here to kick your ass.
1: Instead, you're <laughs> acting like to be cute. And it wasn't. Yeah. And it was lame. Remember yesterday was, it it was Friday? Lame. I said to you that, you know, I like to go down to San Diego and, and watch a dodger padre game at least once a year because it's basically Dodger Stadium South. You're like, really? I want you to hear the final out of the game last night. It's in and San Diego. Soto
5: on the ground. Freeman backs up. He flips to first. That's where Phillips is. And the Dodgers leave. rally in down the five, two. to
1: a- take
3: the series... And they win the game by a it's final a pretty loud of five road crowd
1: right there, Slee. And I need, as a born and bred Angelino, yep. I need to stick up for my people for a second. We have earned the reputation of show up late and leave early. We have earned the reputation of SoFi Stadium with a sea of red 49er jerseys at a Rams game. We have earned the fair weather label for a lot of us along the way. Dodger people are not messing around they are in every ballpark in yeah, America and never. when you're watching that game last night on on ESPN I don't know if it was 50 50 but it wasn't any more than 60 40 Padre people and mm. that listen listen to the roar on the last yeah, I heard it no, I got listen, it. I heard it. Soto on it
5: the out. ground Freeman backs up he flips to first series
3: and the Dodgers
2: rally in the ninth
3: to take the- it's a lot
1: of people. It's a lot of Dodger fans. A lot of Dodger blue in that. It's kind of funny. I I,
2: I don't have when I see that, that's more of SD, that's on you. That's it. Like I don't look at it any other way. If if just a, as an example, um Padres and the Dodgers got a game this weekend. <laughs> if a lot of San Diegans decided, hey, we're coming up to Dodger Stadium, we're going to go watch a game, and it sounded like that. I don't think it's going to. I don't and, – and that <laughs> it ha, that has never been the case. But it's also the Dodgers are just every single year as good as they are. They're everywhere. It,
1: the, the whole, back to the rivalry thing. They're they're not their Dodger fans. They happen to have a game close by. They're gonna show up. They're they go everywhere. Yeah. They're in Arizona. The Arizona it's probably 60-40 Dodger fans in the building. Colorado, there's Dodger fans. In San Francisco, there's Dodger fans. They're
2: everywhere. I think I think also too, you're right. They played the Cubbies earlier this year and there was a lot of that's the colors are. are a little bit different, but they almost look the exact same. But there is a little bit of that for ten years, they've been really good. They're gonna show out for their squad that's been competitive for 10 years. The dump coming up next it's Travis Slee 710 ESPN.
1: There was a blindfold speed dating event in Los Angeles. This sounds like uh, the thing that you right like. Love is blind. Did you k- contemplate maybe enrolling?
4: I thought about it, but I think it's really interesting of a concept. So, like, uh, both parties are blindfolded, so you can't do any of the you're, you're just based off of purely connection. But it's speed round. So that's so the funny part is that you get to do it like really quickly and make a very quick judgment about somebody. But I think that there is some merit to trying to meet somebody. Without the um, like, the sure. looks getting in the way, but yeah. obviously at some point you're gonna have to see somebody and it has to have the connection. So it, it has to have a marriage of both sides,
2: and because it's speed dating. They don't, you don't take your blindfold off when you are going from table <laughs> to table. Just bumping into people. Yeah, exactly. Water, Water purposes. everywhere. How would you even know who they are, right? And so I guess
1: the uh, guy that I talked to about it's, the Padres, do you have a number or just names or whatever? You probably have
4: like, I don't know, like a, uh, uh, you probably get it at the end, like, oh, this is Jerry or this is, uh, I don't know, Mark with his picture. I think person. I'd like
1: to look. I think I'd just like to kind of sit down and get, get a sense of the whole picture. I, I think you that would You should do it. I think me. you should do this. Sue, for the show, what do you say I signed up for some love is blind speed dating? I don't think that she'd really – she probably wouldn't care, quite frankly. The Dodgers and the Padres are expected to open next season uh, with a pair of games in South Korea. A source source familiar with the process told Alda Gonzalez on Sunday. So, Dodgers pods open with a pair – in South Korea, we've seen them open in Japan. We've yep. seen them open in Australia. Uh, one or two. There's been a series in London the last couple of years or so. We've seen them play in Mexico City. Yep, just not recently. that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a long
2: way to go yeah, for
1: two baseball games. That is literally on the other side of the world.
2: So I, I would just say this: I think there is a responsibility for the players and the league. You have such great popularity right now, and the WBC also created. We had probably the best WBC that we've had. Sure. And for a moment there, it wasn't just the United States of America who was watching your sport. You had uh, the world watching all these great world athletes, and then they all come back to Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I know it's inconvenient, but if you can do it, damn, it's great for the game. Damn, it's great to to just kind of do something so unique for the sport. We see this happen in soccer. Soccer, is it's the world sport, right? Sure. When they decide they're going to come out to the Rose Bowl and do a friendly, and it's Man U versus uh, the Galaxy, like they've done in the past, whatever the case is, you get 80,000, 90,000 people that are there. I think sometimes it's just a responsibility to do it. Emily brought up something this morning when we were talking about this, that I hadn't really put two and two together. And obviously,
1: South Korea and Japan are not the same thing, obviously, but- the two teams that you hear are the most likely to get Shohei Ohtani are the Dodgers and the Padres. Those are at least two of the three or four teams that are frequently mentioned. There's a great piece on ESPN talking about where Ohtani is most likely to go. And the overwhelming favorite seems to be the Dodgers yeah. for all the reasons that we've talked about. Having If he's on the Dodgers next year, I know, again, I know it's not the same country, same place, same culture. I know all what that. you mean it's close you could hop up there to go watch a couple of games up there real quick and come back and make a little road trip just like if your team were playing in Mexico here or in Canada or Toronto or whatever you can kind of pop over and go see something that's not going to come over very often that's a really interesting idea maybe baseball's onto something that we
2: haven't thought about what you're trying to say is you don't see the Angels playing in well they're not
1: it's the Dodgers and the Padres right the Angels can go play in Lake Elsinore they can go do that with with their group of guys. Do they need a video board guy? <laughs> they might, they might have had. Maybe it was like a pinch hitting situation. You know, sometimes they'll bring up umpires from AAA yeah. to fill in, and and just because they're they're a man short. Maybe the video that board video board operator. guy would work really well for the Angels. Matt Ishbia on the uh, Jokic situation where they got into a the little owner of the Suns. push and pull. Great win for the Suns last night in an amazing series so far. That should be and is the only story, he tweeted. He went on to write, Suspending or finding anyone over last night's incident would not be right. I have a lot of respect for Jokic and don't want to see anything like that. Excited for Game 5. Go Suns. If that were not the owner, would we be talking about it? Would he be suspended? But because it's the brand new owner of the Suns, are we paying more attention to it? I think
2: it's the owner of the Suns, number one. I think it's the Joker, number two, right? Uh, The two-time MVP in the NBA. I think what makes it interesting, that is why we're talking about it. I think what makes it interesting is, we talked about this a little bit earlier. If that was Draymond Green, are they treating it the same way? No. Is it Dylan Brooks? Are they treating it the same way? Probably not. But different strokes I don't for different think, folks, I, I right? don't think he should go anyway. I think he should be in the game. I, mean,
1: I, I don't think he'd be. I don't think he should be suspended at all. But it was odd to see the owner take a dive on purpose because he barely got touched and throw his arms in the air. And yo, yo, look, I get it. I
2: mean, talk about selling it, John. That's a good sell job from the
5: owner. Remember, Jokic got suspended for, it was one Markeith. of the Morris brothers think, yes. shoving him in the back. I think yeah. Markeith. Um, so there is some history there, but I'll be furious if they suspend him. You think they might? No. I don't either. I mean, I can't imagine. But they've surprised me before. I remember one year Kobe was uh, had his one game in Madison Square Garden, and they suspended him one game for kicking his legs out on a jumper. David Stern took Kobe out of Madison Square Garden, where he owned, and all the Nick fans had bought tickets all year. So nothing surprises me that the NBA do, but Adam Silver seems like he's a little more tolerant
2: than yeah, Stern was. Yeah, more reasonable. I
5: can't imagine do you that you remember, they would suspend Jokic. Do you, remember Ish- that playoff? Is,
2: do you remember that playoff series? The Suns and the Spurs. Oh, or Robert where Robert Orrie stepped Corey on checks the court. Steve Nash into uh, the scores table. Stern suspended
5: two different Suns for coming off the bench. Amari
2: Stoudemire. I want to say it was one. Maybe Sean Marion. Is I can't remember Something who like it that. was. And they didn't even come off the bench. As if they went to the other side, they just stepped on the court, and that was enough for him to suspend him, and that. That dictated. Are we hitters. talking
1: about this just because it was an owner? If this were a fan, are we having any conversation at I all? I think
2: if it were a fan, it'd be more
5: likely that he would get suspended. The really? fact that it was an owner with an agenda, probably they, <laughs> they, they they slap each one of them on the wrist and say, let's go. It's a
1: pretty good flop, if nothing else. He, he did, uh, yeah, you can tell he's played basketball. <laughs> he high, high level. He fell right back into his chair. Uh, there was a rumor. Did, how much of the coronation did you watch on Saturday morning, Slee? Any? Did no. you, you didn't get up to see no. Prince, or King Charles now?
2: I just missed it. You just I <laughs> must have just missed, two missed it. two
1: of us. There was a rumor that uh, Meghan Markle, who is Prince Harry's wife, was in disguise at the coronation on have
2: Saturday. Have you seen the disguise? I have. Oh, was this the the in the background? It, well- Emily, do you want to describe it? So
4: it just looks M, no like... No way
2: it's her, right?
4: <laughs> no way it's her, but I think I love just a conspiracy. But this guy looks ridiculous. It looks like it's a fake face. Like, it looks almost like it's got, like, prosthetics on the face. <laughs> oh a, uh, very, like, laughable Slee, did you notice
5: who was sitting right behind you on Saturday in disguise? Like, literally right behind you? Um, Neil Diamond. No, <laughs> but it was a Neil Diamond-esque <laughs> disguise.
2: Wait, was it? I think was was Michael Keaton. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So baseball wow.
5: hat, sunglasses. Clearly, Michael Complete Keaton. Complete <laughs> sitting right behind
0: Slay.
2: Just low profile or yeah. disguise? Low profile. No, trying okay. to Avoid being yeah. recognized. Like I turned around because is sitting next to me. The our social uh, uh, helps out with all our social team. He's sitting by me. He's like, "Hey, I think that's Michael Keaton behind." And when I looked at him, he gave me kind of a look with sunglasses on. I turned right over. He's like, "Don't, don't say anything." <laughs>
1: Did you drop any Mister Mom or Batman lines on him? Or two twenty, two twenty one, whatever it takes. I'll be at <laughs> the gym or the gun club, honey. Yeah, yeah. Either one of those. <laughs> Let's do a little super cross talk. <laughs> Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. So, how you feeling? Your stomach, all right? You everything the way it's was it supposed to be. a Very
3: interesting weekend. It's a very interesting week. I mean, we started. Was, did you Was see there the after movie? effects after the
5: show? There on were.
3: Friday? uh Yeah, there was some. Uh, I did not have the nicest drive home. Mm. Uh, did you that, have to pull a,
5: do a cappy pullover? I did not have
3: to do a pullover <laughs> at a at a hotel the way cappy might. Grocery I, store is great option if you just oh, find, if it? you find yourself in such a predicament. they always although the they back. don't
5: always let the common folk into the, bathroom, go back to grocery, the grocery store. Back the deli counter place. typically yeah. they're yeah. typically yeah. back in the corner. Uh,
3: no, I made it home. Um, it was it w- nothing was right all weekend. Nothing was right all weekend. Did uh, you try to counteract it with like a glass of milk? I or did try milk. I gave him some Prevacid. Some yeah, but previsited which helped um it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be once i got droned once i was droned i didn't notice it anymore
5: <laughs> yeah you i would been have Friday been night. down i would have been down and out for the been rest of Friday the day night. minimum
3: yeah
1: well when Slee and i did that hot chicken sandwich challenge oh i remember right? you did that from and uh, rays right and rays and it was in the moment it was really hot Yeah. right so it's, it's hot and your mouth your tongue and your lips and your eyes are watering yeah, your yeah, nose yeah. is running all that it was about eight hours later than the real trouble started. Yes. Yes. Okay, listen. Same
2: situation. <laughs> this is I went back to the email because I had to confirm everything that was in the sandwich when we had it. And I think we had somewhat of an idea of Carolina Reapers. Yes. Ghost peppers. Ooh. Trinidad Scorpions. Yikes. And red habanero peppers.
3: All of them on one sandwich. All yes. of them.
2: In yeah, see, that's range.
3: probably overcut. Probably now, not I, a good idea. I have a very high spice tolerance, so actually, we were having that conversation because you played a clip from Sean Evans uh, from the Hot Ones right. doing a bunch of stuff, and that's sort of what led us into this. I've got very high
2: spice tolerance, so the you think you could do those ten wings?
3: Oh, I yeah, I I could Ooh. I. Could be. I would be one of the ones, a savant that was able to do. It. I mean, yeah. I, no I whole, chance. Wait a minute. I just ate a whole jalapeno. No, no, not ha-
5: you. No chance. Me, no oh, chance. you know, you, uh, you, let I let th- think a, a, could, jalap- you would, you would have the best chance of anyone here of surviving it. A I,
2: jalapeno I'd, is like the first, first one week. out. It is low. It, <laughs> it's like <laughs> first or on second wave. I mean, you start
3: getting offer. to Carolina Reaper and some of those other Did ones. Did you not hear Trinidad Scorpions? Trinidad scorpions. I mean, pretty The names of hot sauces are awesome. They they are always Really fun, but I know I've got a higher spice tolerance than everybody else, so it didn't destroy. How much? My did, how did Cappy get? Did he just take a bite or two? Cappy he get... was he totally babied that? Did he? He he took a little bite and then a little more bite and then and Ireland's like, whoever finishes it first and then which, it was there's done. No it really way wasn't, way. wasn't close. close. No, 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 there's no way I'm gonna
1: allow myself to lose. <laughs> Sleet's the apple core. Did you eat the stem from the? No, jalapeno? do you <laughs> eat the
3: apple core when you eat an apple? <laughs> there's times
2: you don't know, have a trash can around or something like that.
3: Just go. Just take. It's a... all seeds. What are you doing? eating the it's, apple it's core. no
2: problem you have a watermelon there's seeds in there is it, you have a tangerine or an orange are you taking all the seeds yes. out yes yes oh no i'm nothing no I it's know. easy yes yeah, it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of work
3: yeah. yes i mean I, they have seedless watermelon yes. now that you don't have to worry about uh no eating the apple core is a very strange that's that's weird i haven't done it it's... did you guys check out my uh kentucky derby outfit i took no your, your i didn't did you wear a fancy hat
1: i didn't wear a hat but i did wear the bow tie Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nice. i see if I can find this yeah, I would imagine there's no
5: way to overdress at a Kentucky Derby party, right? Uh,
1: no. So here, here you go, Mason. So I had my uh, my, my blue pullover, a very blue nice. shirt, a blue bow tie. Susan had what's called a fascinator hat,
3: the little one that sits yeah, on the side. That's perfect. very, very, she looks yeah. great. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah, were you like Mason? Did you blow all your money on the wrong horse? <laughs> so Susan won. Did she? So the we
1: didn't have a ton of people at the party. There was only like 20 people at the party. Um oh. So we drew and none of us know horse racing at all. Right. So right. we kind of drew names out of a hat and Susan ended up drawing the right name and uh, we took home an extra 45 bucks. It was a huge <laughs> I re-
3: win. I
5: remember 45? when I was working in as a TV reporter in San Diego. So me and one of the sports producers said, "Let's go to Del Mar." And we go, we get the racing form and we study it up and down for a couple hours and we've got all our bets lined up and we had a attractive reporter. She goes, "You guys are going to the horse races?" We go, yeah, you want to go? She goes, yeah, I've never been. So she goes, and we're like literally studying, go to the window. I go, do you need help making bets? She goes, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to watch. I said, okay, so blah, blah, blah. So we go to the window. We make like four exact bets. She goes to the window, makes one bet. I go, "What'd you do?" I just bet on the gray horse, and I look at it. I go, "That gray horse is thirty-five to one." Sure enough, coming around the corner, yep. here comes the gray horse. I think we turned her into just a degenerate, a degenerate gambler degenerate. now.
2: <laughs> but uh, she won. She won seventy dollars on a two-dollar bet. It's yeah. like the March Madness brackets. Everyone who ends up winning, it's somebody who had not watched the college basketball game all year and picked by the mascot and everything Although, else. That's I the one say, to win.
3: There are systems. There are systems. Like our friends, uh, Janice... Well, Hardoon they're handicapped. Jonathan Hardoon. Yeah. They, they use a system called Ragazin, which actually does tell you something. I did not refer to them when I made my twenty-one thousand mythical dollar bet. I did not. <laughs> I did not that. Uh, so I did wind up losing the money. I just had a hunch about the uh, two horse and play. I it got wrong. a
5: horse that can't I lose. Got a horse. <laughs> I
3: want. I need to
5: know
1: more about the rag, 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 ragazin. Is, ragazin, ragazin system. It's we'll just. It's
5: the, like the buyer system of the you know Andrew Buyer who handicaps horse based on a speed rating. It's just a different. System. Yeah, it's just
3: a different speed
5: rating, yeah. It's a or name like, for a metric. Draw out of the hat. Yeah. That's a good way to That's do it. a better one. Well, that worked for Susan. Yeah, it
1: did. Did you guys see the Kershaw me from San Yo, Diego? Oh, yeah. That, that really so good look. It's such, so, a,
2: such a so good look. League. So
3: bushly. So minor league. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? I, I,
1: just, I don't understand how a team that has a real owner, that's spending real money, that has real players, that's genuinely in the mix to compete for meaningful
3: things is doing something so silly. It's such a low-end move. It really it really is low-end. Uh, and, you know, I, f- I feel like the series meant so much more to them than Course it, it does to Absolutely. the Dodgers. Right? I mean, it's yeah. always going to be more mean more to the Padres. But to celebrate that way just seems like a, a, a and, Bush and, and League way. It
1: was, too. Like, had it been Trevor Bauer, for instance? Sure. Like in
3: an alternate universe if Trevor Bauer still on the
1: team. Right. And you want to, tw- you know, twist the knife on him. Okay, fine, whatever. But, but Clayton T- Kershaw. Kershaw has been such a stand-up guy through all this stuff. It just yeah. seemed like a huge miss.
2: Okay, can could I, could I say, first off, the only thing that I, I told Trav that made me feel a little bit better was that 75% of the tweets were Padre fans saying, "What are we doing here?" And th- yeah, this is the issue I had, and I don't mind. Like we talked about this, I don't. If a player wants to chirp, a couple of weeks ago, Juan Soto basically said, "We're not chasing the Dodgers. The Dodgers are chasing us." Right. Okay, well, it's Juan Soto. Sure, Juan Soto can say that. A random video board guy. Let's, let's. Do you think the Padres organization, when that happened, yeah, do you think they're sitting back and saying that was a great move for us? Well, you know, people are going to really start taking us seriously now. Right? Wow, this is great branding and great imaging for the organization. It's
3: trolling, right? I mean, it's, it's an bad attempt trolling. at trolling. It's just bad trolling. Um, and I and I think that you know, you're saying Padre fans rejected that. I I don't believe it was just random video scoreboard operator. I mean, I, I think there's more. Going on there, oh yeah, that fa- it was.
2: No, you think Peter no, they, Seidler is like, yeah, that's no, a great I don't, look I don't for think us. Seidler
3: made the call. No, but
1: it I was don't think so Seidler made the call on the meme. Executed. It looked like a fourth grader with a it
2: Photoshop.
3: Did. It just did not look like somebody that. But knows it was how planned. That.
2: You think oh, no, AJ Preller is sitting planned. there saying, that "We look so much better because I, some, we did that." Somebody was
3: that. ready for that moment. Somebody created. You're that. right about that. Somebody created yeah. that meme or that GIF or whatever it is, and they were going to put it on the scoreboard, and it was more than just some random scoreboard operator. So, Susan, damn, it looked stupid. It was it, it was looked lame. so it stupid. It looked terrible.
1: Susan and I went to dinner on
3: Friday night and you know sometimes you
1: go to the, they'll have a musician like the yeah. the, the, the the violinist. Sure. Or yeah, it's very nice. And, and yeah,
3: like it. It can be fine. It can. It, it can be very, very nice. It can be very nice.
1: And then there's you know just the restaurant that has live music in the corner, right? Correct.
3: Which is also cool.
1: Which is very nice. I like that a great deal. This was a new one where the guitarist, and by the way, pretty good guitarist and a and a, and a good singer, like okay. he was a talented guy, was wandering around the restaurant. He had like the Janet Jackson mic, and he had the guitar. Oh, nice. That was piped in through Bluetooth or whatever. Rhythm it is. Nation. It was but bass. Nice. <laughs> He was sitting down at people's table and wouldn't leave. Play, sitting down playing at the table, the music—that's like aggressive. He's sitting down and swinging, or singing "Sweet Child of Mine" as he's playing the guitar. Oh, nice acoustic and, version and, of "Sweet and, Child of Mine." That sounds is good. Actually, looking at this guy, at yeah, the, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to listen to him up on the bandstand doing his thing. He was sitting at people's table, and the look on everybody's faces—they were absolutely mortified. And he wasn't staying for ten or twenty seconds. Right, right. It was four or five minutes. He'd do a whole song. So did he sit
3: down at your table? So we were at the bar,
1: thankfully. Okay, okay. But there was an empty seat to my right, that I was terrified he was going to sit down. And thankfully, he didn't. Because Susan, every time he'd come by, you know, you saw
5: you saw the curb episode about about this, right? What you you need to do? I don't think I have. Okay, so Larry David figured out. Living in Southern California, all you have to do oh, if great. you want to discourage people from, like in this case, that guy walking up to you and starting playing his guitar, or just if you want that seat and you don't want anybody sitting next yep. to you, just keep one of these in your car, stuff it in your jacket, and when you walk in, if there's an empty seat next to you and you don't want anybody there, put on a MAGA hat. <laughs> he I, throws Larry, on that red hat. Larry David, went, yeah, genius. He, he he there's a guy. That. There was a guy that invented. Everybody Loves Raymond named Phil Rosenthal. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And he, he guest starred as himself. And Larry just said, I, I, I cannot shake this Phil Rosenthal. He just said, he always wants to have lunch. He always <laughs> wants to do something. And one of his friends said, I got an idea. So Larry gets to the restaurant five minutes early, sits down at the table. He sees Phil coming in the door. And he puts on the MAGA hat. And Phil walks in. He goes, Phil, great to see you. And he goes, Uh one of my kids called. I got to go. Yeah. Like yeah. people don't know. They're so Nobody scared. Nobody wanted to talk to him. Yeah, no one wanted right. to sit next they're to him so at the bar. so scared of even the perception of sitting with that guy. Mm-hmm. Like another time, like he cut a guy off in traffic, a guy on a motorcycle, and the guy drove up next to him and goes, I'm going to kick your F and yeah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'm sorry. And he puts on the hat and the guy goes... No, no problem. problem. <laughs> no problem.
1: <laughs> not having a MAGA hat handy. Yes. <laughs> what are? What is my recourse? What that's a great right recourse. Yeah. Why not brought...
3: just enjoy the music? Why not? Mace. Why not just sing Mace. along?
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna move over next to you here for a second. This okay. is
3: how close this. And singing.
1: Okay. okay, singing.
3: All right.
5: Singing over the PA.
3: Okay. Right. He was right here. Yeah, that's way too aggressive. <laughs> How's it's your salmon? So yeah, <laughs> now, no. if you would
5: have, if you would have, he was right. If next you would have slipped him ten bucks, would he have left? Maybe. That's what he was looking for. I, 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 that's a really no. Tough I think to it's go. a bad look for the restaurant. I think
3: he's about the music. I think he's about the music. <laughs> sharing was, the music. He's got the music in him. He was a talented <laughs> musician.
1: I was. It wasn't the music. It was a gross violation of my personal space. And you know how I feel about. What that.
3: did Taylor think? Taylor, have, have you ever been in I, that spot? I can't support this guy's action. You know, <laughs> Unbullying participants <laughs> are
5: not. Yeah, you got to leave the guy alone. Come on. The,
1: there's people there on dates. There's yep. people there with their families. And this guy is just setting up shots. And you, and you didn't
5: notice. feel comfortable telling him, get lost, not interested?
1: <laughs> Thankfully, he never sat down next okay. to me. I got lucky that he never did. But it was like right. being in the
3: ocean, you know, the shark's in the water. Yeah. You're constantly looking for where ma- it is. And put a you know, mega totally hat like in the trunk of you know your that car it'll you know be that that covered That's, the that's next like time. beach balls at, at uh, baseball games. I. It's like a shark in the water. I know <laughs> <laughs> it's behind me somewhere. and I. It's going to hit you in the back of the head. It's going to hit you in the back of the head. We were at a game last year and I think Bergman got just knocked one right in the face. You hit knocked, him. Not, I did not. I did not. <laughs> but got one. The other, I was going to give a shout out. Uh, there's a great Italian restaurant in Hollywood called Michelli's and they've got this old fashioned mm. Uh, accordion. Oh no, kidding! Like the like from the streets. But he's not coming to your I, seat. I, I, he's I. not
2: sitting. He's not asking you to scoot over no, while you're but eating but your dinner. But
1: usually it's the violinist, the accordion. You're like, Travels okay, here around,
2: you around, Thank you so
3: much, mates. What
5: beautiful. was the restaurant down by your house where they used to sing uh, "Volare" at uh, that the is top still, of every hour? CNO Tratoria. CNO Trattoria.
3: Trattoria. Yes. One of them closed. I know there's another one that's open. The good one where they sang closed at the top
5: of every hour. They basically put that song on in the whole restaurant. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So nobody's. When the a,
3: moon hits
5: the sky <laughs> like, like a big
3: <laughs> pizza pie, that's. <laughs> or s'mori. that's a mori. That's a more that's that's yeah.
5: Valare was a car that stole that <laughs>
3: the song. So you guys
1: have seen Step Brothers? Yes. Yeah. So Valare is the song that Will Ferrell sings at the Catalina wine mixer. Okay. That's ah, <laughs> Valare. Yeah. So that's Valare. That, yes. That, that I would be into. Super crosstalk. It's powered by In Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is